Get him. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast is presented by Mossy Oak Camouflage because everything is better in Bottomland. And Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, Masters of Deception. Welcome to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. What's up, buddy? Man, just trying to get it all done today. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> it's a day. <laughs> it is a beautiful day today. There's a turkey strutting somewhere. One was guaranteed to be gobbling on the limb this morning. Mm. This is the second consecutive day where it actually felt like spring. It was beautiful. I'm ready. I was a little disappointed when I pulled up and you had the whole shebang plopped outside, but I'm really glad this is an g- excellent choice. Oh, no, you got to get outside if you can. Yeah, good good choice, good choice. So, uh, what do you think we ought to do today? I think that uh, I think we really need to run, run through the team. Okay. I think that's something that... We need to do more of. We kind of talked about it. Yeah, we've got some stuff coming up, and I think, you know what, no time is better than today just to kind of run. I think that's the, great. We have an awesome team, and it's it's uh, growing rapidly. <laughs> so, so is the group outside here. Yeah, a little bit. No kidding, we've got quite the audience. <laughs> we, can we dub in like a right, like yeah. a round of applause? Yeah, we or, oh yeah, we can definitely do that. <laughs> we definitely can. Uh, um, okay, well, well, so tell think, me what you were telling me earlier about. Yeah, well, it's. I mean, we're we're in between seasons, so uh, you know, it's kind of a, and it's right here after the first of the new year, so we have an extensive team behind the scenes that doesn't get a lot of you know pub and yeah. credit all the time, but that carries the weight and keeps things moving. And um, as I showed Lindy last night, we we have about six thousand square feet of pallets and crap strewn everywhere in the new shop. And as I showed Lindy this. This business does not go back in our garage <laughs> ever right. again. It can't fit. <laughs> it literally can't fit even if I wanted it to. That's so, right. Uh, yeah, I think today, you know, we can go through the team and, you know, kind of get a little mini story on everybody. Yeah. All of our folks have got good story, and we don't we tell lots of stories but not enough people stories. So I think we ought to, you know, we can start from the top and seniority and work our way back to the, newest employee that started this week that's right i think it's a good idea (laughs) first we got aaron blackwood aaron (laughs) you did have it dubbed up look at there aaron when's the last time you got a round of applause it's been a long time (laughs) but i like it so good absolutely all right well tell us about you aaron where were you born i was born not in the south i was born in out just outside of denver colorado actually aurora i think it's Oh, yeah. the same area. Western oh. Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Father was in the military out in Cheyenne. Yeah. Wow. What branch? So, Air Force. He was, okay. So spent some time out there, and then I guess when it come my time to show up in the world, the the hospital wasn't capable on base for having a preemie, and apparently I was a little too preemie, so they took the ride to Colorado. And I got gotcha. you. Huh. That's the last time I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and then they relocated? I mean, how did y'all get here? Uh Dad did his time, and family, his family was here in Memphis area, so they come back home. Mom was obviously from Somerville, as yeah. you, know, you know, so. How about that for small yeah. world? Yeah. So, so Miss Wanda 
yep. Aaron's mother, babysat Derek Goddard. <laughs> oh, Derek. Really? Yeah. And Derek's grandmother, <laughs> right? That's right. And, and Miss Wanda were really yeah. close. Mm-hmm. And so Derek's right. mom and dad would drop him at, at, at Miss – at their grandmother's house, yeah. and Miss Wanda was always there. How about Wanda's that? your mom? That is. You just now found this that? out, Robert? <laughs> no. I, I had no idea. <laughs> Absolutely. Holy smokes. Well, yeah. gum. Yeah. I think I should probably listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Rob. Nice to meet yeah, you, Aaron. Good to meet you, Rob. <laughs> yeah. so, so, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, I had no clue. <laughs> Sure I bet Aaron. So that's why she borrows your phone charger all that's the time, right. yeah, okay. and gets him lunch yeah. and takes care of him every day. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know much about anything. I, I'm not gonna make any assumptions <laughs> in the world. Yeah, no kidding. No, it's a, it's nice. It's been fun. Heck when yeah. I first started coming around and met Aaron, his sister also worked. That's right for yeah. Buck. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. um, been a while. And she, that has been a while. But um, hmm. so, how did yeah. you get to? You first worked for Buck. That's right. Um, How'd you get that job? Uh, on a whim, really, um, it's kind of just happenstance. Um, I've just been fresh out of uh, my time in the Marines and wasn't really doing nothing. And I had um, I had a friend uh, who had done an online duck calling contest and for Buck. And uh, who was that? Uh, his name was Justin, and um, I think he actually won it. And um, I didn't. You know, really know anything about it. Well, his mom also worked with mine um, at a different place, and she was saying that, you know, they were needing somebody to come run a laser engraver and, you know, just to call them. And I, I wasn't doing nothing, and I'd burnt through a, a lot of the military money, so I figured I'd go <laughs> get a job. And it was in the hunting world. I mean, that was what I was doing anyway. So, I mean, yeah. I, I jumped on it um, and kind of took off from there and, you know, it's come a long way from what I would have thought. So, so when when I first met Aaron, mm-hmm. I didn't have access. I had a wood lathe, but all of our acrylic calls were made in a little in a shop behind somebody's house in Olive Branch. It was a they they made screws and all kinds of little medical parts, but they did subcontracted business for the medical device industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I would drive to Olive Branch and pick up parts. And then the only there were only two places in town I knew that had a laser engraver. One was this little trophy shop over here off of... Um, Lamar, it, is it not? Well, it's north of that just a little okay. bit, but it's it was uh, right there just south of Memphis State at like Southern and the railroad right there. Mm-hmm. And then the other place was Buck Gardner. And, and, um, and so I was... They wouldn't do a great job, but there was this guy at Buck Gardner's shop down off Troyer by, by the airport that did a great job. And so what started, you know, yeah. I would drop off a box of parts and Aaron would engrave them. And then uh, it got to where Buck was like, he was tired of fooling them and didn't have time. And so Buck told Aaron he could do it after hours, right? Yeah, so he did. Come in there sure on the did. weekends. And he Buck, mm-hmm. Buck let Aaron engrave my calls for cash with his engraver. Yeah, and right. as as a bonus to Aaron. Well, heck yeah, that ain't a bad deal. Yeah. No, it was it was fun, man. That seems that seems so long ago. Yep, it's well, that's crazy. But and so I guess about four years ago, when we all kind of got together, you yeah. started. That would have been August of seventeen. That's you right. started kind of really heavily handling all the Rolling Thunder stuff, and so yeah, that's right. Um, 
I I did the laser engraving for Buck for a good bit until it got time to, you know, I guess he ran out of tuners, and I had never touched a duck call in my life, never have duck hunted, and he come in there on a rant one day and was like, I've got to have somebody learn how to blow a duck call. You're going to do it. How about that? You're, you, there's no choice in the matter. Um, so the next day and day after, I was – he sat down with me, and 2,000 calls <laughs> a day awesome. was our limit, and if I didn't blow it right, it wasn't getting – so I had to learn. 2,000 calls a day. <laughs> yep. Um, he, he – it was a – it was it's pretty high standard. an extraordinary amount of calls to get through. Yeah, and you learn, you know, you learn how to blow a duck call really fast. People don't realize Buck was a – yeah. Buck was a taskmaster oh, <laughs> and a big imposing figure. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Uh, like I said, you know, I'd never duck hunted, had any affiliation with any kind of that. And I was probably 10 years old. I had one, I went to the DU festival when they had it outside in the heat in July. Mm-hmm. I was here at the Agri Center. Uh, that's right. Yep. And um, my dad was like, hey, you know, they've got this little catfishing tournament. Let's go do this. So. I jumped on it and did while well, I happened to catch the biggest fish. So the prize for that was you get to spend the half the day with, um, oh my goodness, I can't, I can't. Bill why, Dance. Bill Dance. Yeah. And so I'm walking. Guess. Al- yeah. yeah an awesome guess. I can't believe I couldn't think of his name. Uh, but so I got to spend, you know, a couple hours with Bill. Well, one of the first, we're walking around the show and he's like, hey, we walk into one of these booths and he's talking to this man. And so he's telling him, you know, what had happened. And so the man ended up being Buck, and well, mm-hmm. he he told me he's like, well, you caught the biggest fish. Well, here's 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 a here's you a duck call. Well, my first duck call was one of Bucks, huh. and had it and for years. And one day I'm at work tuning calls, wow. and I see the call. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. So that was kind of that's funny. You know, the irony. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. crazy. But that's crazy. So these days, kind of give everybody a. Uh, you know, most people don't know what you do. What do you do every day? I'm a little bit of everything around here pretty that much. That is true. Um, when, you know, when we first got going was with you, uh, you know, you showed I had never touched a cut down, so that was a whole nother learning curve, you know, sat down with you, learned that. So once we got going with that, just tuning calls and then kind of operating a CNC, kind of turning acrylics for, you know, um, all our acrylics and some of the BGC acrylics. So, you know, that was – I'd say know, for nearly um, – for the first two years of the brute, yeah. you would have turned every brute I, on the on I the did. lathe, yeah. cut every tone board on the mill, tuned every every one. I mean, you've you've been the the, the workhorse of this company for sure, and very proud to be. Um, I was, <laughs> you know, that was and that was something new too. You know, I, it was it was fun and learning all of it. It would get definitely frustrating at times, but you know, because yeah. I've never been to school to operate and you know do those CNCs, so getting to do that hands on, you know, it was it was pretty cool. Um, and every, doing everything from tuning to packaging to, you know, if you've got the duck call uh, from us, then I touch it somehow or another. That's so, right. Yep. I mean, That's right. between shipping and, you know, stock rod, you know. That's right. At various times, we didn't yeah. have somebody packaging and yeah. shipping. So Aaron would be running the machines, both of the machines. Filling orders. Filling orders. While those machines tuning, are running. And yeah. keeping the – Deburring machines, yeah. polishing, you know, and then also getting the mail and, and solving problems. That's, I mean, yeah, uh, repairing and fixing stuff that got mailed back in. Aaron has been 
we probably should have done this the other way around, let Aaron been last. Cause, <laughs> I mean, we, we yeah. wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for Aaron. Aaron has carried wow. tr- tremendous load in this company and has been, uh, like I said er- earlier in the week in the podcast, he's the epitome of the of the Marine <laughs> slogan, Semper Fi. I mean, he's right. always been faithful. I appreciate that. That's a that's a good comment to receive. That, well, it's uh, it's true. You're 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 one of the most loyal and hardworking people that I know on time, and and I I really appreciate all your hard work. Well, I definitely uh, I definitely don't take it for granted. You know the old saying. You know you don't have a job you don't hate. You love coming to work, and I've always I've never had a time where I've dreaded coming to work. You know I get to. <laughs> I don't know. You're not being honest. Well, I've been a few bad days around here. Well, the, <laughs> a bad day is one thing, but yeah, but uh, I'm not I can't ha- do this anymore. Is different. <laughs> yeah, know? I'm not having a bad yeah. day in some warehouse that I don't have. A, you know a connection. Absolutely. You know, to the, that's, the, <laughs> yeah, the amount of stories that offline stories that we can tell i mean yeah th- there was one time that we did an nwtf convention that we didn't have calls oh yeah <laughs> and aaron drove at night and oh, met lindy gosh. in a parking lot they had never met before that was also the first time you i've ever seen trip uh, did y'all forget was, the calls or they just weren't finished yet that or? was actually your trip I was not working for you yet. I was still laser engraving for bucks, and you had left calls with me to engrave, and you yep. were working at Max. Yep. And I had oh, that's to, what it was, not MWT. That's right. Yep. So I had to meet Lindy in the Carville Mall parking lot. The trip couldn't have been. Uh, oh, he, he looked he hours months. old. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he looked hours. He was old. born in August. That would have been like a, that. Would have been he would have been a couple weeks old. Yeah. Honestly, it Man. was it was for um it was for a fall festival. Yep. is what so, it was for. So that, and Adam Davis, who works with us now, was was you know probably crawling down my throat, wanting to know where the inventory was, and yeah. <laughs> it was probably late from the CNC guy, yeah. and you know yeah, Aaron telling. went up there at night and engraved those calls and met Lindy, and then Lindy that's drove him over to me, knocked on the hotel room door, and she turned around and drove back. That's right, because Trip was too little; she wasn't keeping Trip in a hotel. Oh my gosh! <laughs> See, those are all the little stories that in a in a small business or in a startup or something like. Yep. You got to write those down someday. Yep. Yeah, and, and it also makes me feel old seeing Trip now walking <laughs> around the shop knowing that, you know, that don't seem like it was two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. He's, but Aaron's, Aaron has tuned every call, glued up every pot call, yep. packaged more turkey calls than, than anybody. anybody. I mean, so if you've gotten a, if you've purchased a call from us, especially if it was online, it was touched by Aaron at some point in time, yep, <laughs> probably well, multiple times. So sure enough, I've been glad to do it. I love I love doing it. I love right. getting you guys your calls and fixing them when they mess up or whatever it is. Talking to you, coming in the shop, conversating. Yep, it's all I love it. I love every aspect of it. Yeah. Are you looking forward to eat lunch at Teague Store? Man, yeah, I'm I'm so ready to get back. Man's got a lot of Somerville in his blood. I do. He does. <laughs> I do. He's got cousins that I've met and didn't know they were his cousins, and we've discovered all kinds of family. Yeah, it seems like half of Fayette County somehow or another. It's, it's <laughs> man, that's awesome. somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Really? So didn't even know uh, that, Rob. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like Rodney and everybody. Yes, cousins. Yeah, oh. I worked with him for years down there. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. His. That's um, funny. Yep. Huh. Feathers Chapel Baptist Church yeah, is where Miss Miss Wanda grew up, right around the corner from the house. Mm-hmm. This is a homecoming of sorts. Yep, yep. done a lot of hunting, a lot of killing out in Somerville. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite places to hunt. 
So good. That's awesome. All right. Well, Aaron, I'm a, we're going to let you hand it off to Jason. Absolutely. He's next. You need to go get back to work. Yes. <laughs> no rest. <laughs> no rest for the weary. That's right. All right, buddy. Good Appreciate deal. you. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll hand it off to the next Sounds one. Sounds good. See you, buddy. All right. All right. Calling Jason King. Hey, man. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm busy, but I'm good. So, Jason, you're on the phone with Rob and I, and for everybody listening at home, Jason King is currently uh, transitioned from graphic designer artist, photographer extraordinaire to senior plant manager. Uh, (laughs) Jason is in a building right now that doesn't have lights, but the garage doors are up. He came to work with a parka on because it was like 35 degrees inside the building. We have no heating, no cooling, and no lights at all. Uh, I brought my headlamp, so I'm all right. But uh, Jason's been manning internet orders and uh, dealer orders for – a lot of our independent stores that carry turkey calls and so we're sorry you're not here with us in person jason but it's <laughs> <laughs> divide okay. and conquer today <laughs> yeah i appreciate you having me on yeah so tell us tell us about you and what's your role in the team and where did you come from um you're not from around here originally start from the beginning where are you from all right um well my name is jason king um I'm originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I uh, graduated from LSU, and I moved up here um, right outside of Somerville, Tennessee, um, right after graduating. And uh, that's where I got my start in the outdoor industry. You worked, um, for, you worked for Drake, correct? Yeah, correct. I worked for uh, Drake Waterfowl. I, uh, I graduated on a Friday morning. And I started that Monday morning. Oh, man. Uh, hit the ground running. And then, um, gosh, I guess it's been six years now since that day. And uh, one of your I met first. Spence. Yeah, I was going to say, tell us, tell us about your first assignment <laughs> with Drake. Do you remember? <laughs> you got sent oh, over God. to Little Reno, yeah. right? Yep, yep, there. Yep, that's what it was. I, so I met Spence um, on a photo assignment where I was to tag along and uh, with all of his crew and go photograph a flooded timber hunt and get some gear shots for Drake. And uh, I had never experienced a flooded timber hunt before. I've, I've grown up duck hunting and all, but all my duck hunting has been down in South Louisiana and the marsh and everything where you could never stand in the water. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that was an awesome experience getting to you know tag along and, be a part of that. It was, uh, you're pretty much given, my favorite type of hunting. <laughs> you were pretty much given like three boxes of gear, right? And, and oh, brand yeah. new stuff. And he showed up to the Reno camp and we had, we had 12 yeah. beds and, and a camper trailer. And I think we had 11 people in 12 beds. So Jason was on a top bunk and they tore those boxes apart. <laughs> like, oh, he was, yeah. he was like looking over the bunk bed rail. <laughs> 
he was Jason was kind of like, hey, wait. and I didn't know a single person. Yeah, he was like, I, I'm gonna need that back, that glove, that that tree strap. Like <laughs> just, people were just like, it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and I was on strict orders to bring all that back, and I probably brought back less than half of it. Yeah, so. Bobby and Tate were not happy about that. I got an email about you know, <laughs> oh, there man. I was gonna get a bill and whatnot. <laughs> There's no telling where right. some of that stuff is. But uh, yeah, that was a fun weekend, though. It was. We got some super cool stuff. Riley Payne was there with Gamekeepers that weekend, and mm-hmm. so was Jacob Womack. Yeah. And that's where we got. You remember that video that we got of that giant wad of ducks uh, that that came through the trees? It, I mean, it was literally probably five hundred plus, and it Gamekeepers has circulated it almost every year since. It's a really cool. Um, Riley put some violin music behind it, and it's, mm. it's pretty neat. We'll have to find that. But anyways, that yeah, was definitely That, that weekend will always be special. <laughs> so day-to-day, kind of give us a rundown on what do you do now? So day-to-day, um, I kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, I do like Spencer graphic design work. Um, I do a lot of website management. Um, we're Shopify platform. Uh, I do a lot of layout work with catalogs and print, you know, dealer catalogs, uh, digital advertising on Facebook and Instagram, all that. Um, and then as most recently, a uh, warehouse manager, I guess, so packing <laughs> orders and doing all that. That's but right. Just a little bit of it all, whatever needs to be done. You know, I, Drake felt like a small company and it was, I kind of had a similar role there. And so, um, that's kind of just what I know is to help wherever it's needed. Yeah. So Jason came on a couple of years ago. It's been more than that. Shoot, it's been three and a half years now, I guess, right, Jason? That uh, you, when you started, he was our first project and was we rebuilt the clinic website. Mm-hmm. And he's built, I don't know, half a dozen websites since and a whole bunch of email campaigns. Jason kind of is the on the creative side of a lot of what we do. You build thumbnails and templates for sound files and I mean there's a lot of creative stuff that basically everything creative that comes out of our operation goes through you I mean your 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 fingerprints are on all of it from colors to logos to um, and that not only applies to the call company but I mean, we have a, a, a pile of media customers that you mm-hmm. and Rob both work with um, and you yep. do catalog work for them and paid ad work for them and so um anyways yeah yeah it's it's just yeah it's a bunch it's uh just but it's fun i like unplugging from you know one brand to the next and you know kind of hits the refresh button and you get to kind of switch gears and work on something different for a little while and it makes you ready to come back to another project and I wish there's, that, there's always plenty enough work to bounce around. Yeah, people, for sure. People don't sufficiently appreciate the quality of the chair that Jason is sitting on right now. He found a chair in the old warehouse that's got to be from, I don't know when. When I were, don't know that like chair's ball, from the fifties. <laughs> I was going to say when were that, ball bearings. And, I would, I would send a picture if I could. It's it like old. this red knit <laughs> classic. You know, I settled on this one. It was like, at one point. It had so much. I'd rather stand up. It sounds like a mousetrap's <laughs> closing when you go to scoot over. It's just creaking and snapping. And I don't want to move too much. You might not hear me during the fall. Yeah, that's right. It's also the good thing it's so dark in there because there's some very dubious stains on the seat. And 
Yeah. You know, and on the floor, there's yeah, oil patches. Yeah. That's the, what, that's the, what it is. The, the, no, they're, just, they're in the back warehouse. Oh gosh. Gi- it looks like we will change their oil. It and looks just like dump. somebody threw an entire litter box in the back. <laughs> one of the corners just cause all that oil dry, man. Oh yeah, yeah. man. Every box you lift up, you never know what's under it. So. <laughs> no, Jason has really, like, I didn't see this coming after the first of the year when we, you know, brought everything back together, put everything back together mm-hmm. and, and, and changed ownership. You know, um, we I didn't see Jason's organizational skills coming to the forefront like this. Like they have. Yeah, I for mean, sure. Jason just freaking dove in first and second week of January. When we came back January 3rd, 4th, mm-hmm. whatever that Monday or Tuesday was, the, the shop had been closed for yeah. 10 days. And – and I had just closed on buying the company back December the 31st. Yeah. And so I called Jason and I, were you in town? I can't remember. I just texted I probably y'all. Was, was like, yeah. Like, oh, talking about can need help? Yeah. Can y'all just come to the shop and we'll figure this out? So like we That's got, pretty much exactly what happened. We showed up and we're like, all right, we're just going to start clipping stuff. We literally <laughs> had, we had, you know, a pile of orders that had mounted over that nine or 10 days between yeah. Between like December the twenty third and mm-hmm. December the thirty first, where the shop had been closed, and so we hit the ground running. And man, Jason, like after two days of doing that, Jason like bumped into me and he goes, "I'm the captain. This is really, this is really <laughs> cathartic." He was like, oh, "Yeah." He's like, "It's really nice to not have to be creative. Just like put a label on something and put yep. somebody's order yep. together." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I know you're probably yep. wanting to get back to some creative stuff. I definitely need you to get back to some creative stuff. But man, I. I they're much like the conversation we just had over there, and I just want the world to know there are a million things that we have accomplished in the last couple of years that I could not have even gotten close to accomplishing without you, uh, Jason. And so I, I really appreciate you. And, well, I appreciate that. Uh, I can say the same for you, and you know the opportunity you gave me, a lot of the chances and everything that I've gotten to have, and experiences I've been able to have. Uh, I never would have you know, without coming along and working with Rolling Thunder. So it's been fun. It's been, uh, we, it's been mutually fun. I'm sure. Yeah. We, <laughs> we got a lot of fun days ahead of us for sure. But two things I'll tell you about Jason that I always have wanted and I never had before Jason one. And these are really simple, but one was a catalog. Mm-hmm. I always wanted a product, catalog. something to hold, something to hold. Yeah. And, and like a magazine, I wanted it to be nice and pretty and have nice pictures in it. And one of the first things Jason did, and it it really it's hard to put a number on how much it helped us to be able to put a physical catalog mm-hmm. multiple pages in our sales reps hands when they went into a store because when you go into an independent retail store or like a sporting goods store they don't always just buy, write an order and buy from you right then right, a lot right. of times the rep goes in there and he hands somebody a catalog and he leaves it and then he calls back a week later or two yeah. weeks later or whatever cuz everybody's busy they need time to everybody's digest busy. it when they can right. yeah. and when you call and you're a sales rep and you call and try to make an appointment they all ignore you you know yeah. you got to physically go there first time and Jason did that he knocked that out right out of the gate and he has done that for a bunch of different companies and brands since mm-hmm. he did it very well for Drake and um they're still reaping the benefits yeah, of Jason's yeah. involvement. He built their their a lot of their a huge portion of their website. <laughs> we walked into a store one day and he goes, "I did I built that. that. Yep, I did that. <laughs> I would exactly cha- right. I did that, but I would change that now. You know, That's or exactly whatever." Right. And so, uh, and, yeah. and so I, you know, every time I hold a catalog, every time I hand the catalog to a sales rep or to a store, 
I, there's a little piece of me that's just it's one of those yeah. bucket list things. I always wanted to have a product catalog, and it's simple now. And we've done a bunch of them, and but Jason Jason built a product catalog, and uh, and then the other one. This one's even more simple, but uh, <laughs> we've got little craft bags that we're going to hand out at NWTF. <laughs> when you buy a call, you're, we're going to put your, your your call in a bag. And, yeah. you know, I can't figure out how to get the logo on the customized thing of the website, you know. And, man, Jason knock that stuff out in his sleep. And he's he, like, which credit card do you want it on, boss? You know, yeah. it's like, he makes hard things yeah. look simple all the time. He really does. And Not uh, to mention the facelift on the website. Yeah. Our website. Yeah. Um, oh, just – anyway. Yeah. No, constant. So, Jason – between the emails and the paid ads for us, for, you know, for Rogue, for Jebs, for Shin Gear, for lots of different brands have really benefited from your creative involvement. And so way to go, Jason. Good job. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun to, you know, it seems like you, you spend a lot of time, you know, with your, your head down and you're grinding. And it's good every now and then, I think, and, and helpful to, to come up and admire everything that, you know, everybody's done and the work that's been put in and, mm-hmm. and celebrate all those little moments. Because um, yeah. it's all too easy to get bogged down in, in the next thing yeah. and not appreciate it. So yeah. well, it's listen, cool to look back over, you know, a career and see the, the growth. Yeah. Well, if you haven't already eaten lunch, which I'm sure you have because Jason doesn't skip lunch, there's some Chef Boyardee uh, – um, uh, um, little raviolis on top of the refrigerator that have been there since 2014. If you, if you want a can, it's on yeah. me today, Jason. <laughs> oh yeah. There's some cans of something around here. I'll find <laughs> that, that looks like it came out of the fallout shelter. What's that movie where Brendan Frazier goes in the fallout shelter for 40 years and comes out. And, uh, oh man. All right. And, and Jason, uh, not to get too personal, but you got a youngin on the way, right? I do. I do. Uh, at the end of May. Wow. Your first. Yep. That's crazy to think that there's going to be. Is that would that be five children that we have under 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 the roof under the under the rolling thunder roof like five babies? I've got three. Yeah. You've got one. Yeah. Jason's got one. Yeah. Am I missing? Josh has one. Josh has one. That's six. don't forget Russ's kids. Russ has two, so that's mm-hmm. eight. Golly, my math skills are rough. Maths are hard. <laughs> That's really interesting to think about that there are eight kids whose parent is putting food on their table with duck calls and turkey call turkey yelpers. Yep. Who'd have thought? Ah, that's that wild. Cool. <laughs> Family's growing. Yep. All right, buddy. Get back to work. Um <laughs> I will. I appreciate y'all having me on. All right. <laughs> we'll see you, buddy. Soon. All right. All right. See y'all. See ya. All right, so we're gonna we're going to call Josh now. This is Josh Grossenbacher. Hello. What's up, buddy? Not much. How's it going? We're good. Man, There, it is springtime down here. There has to be a turkey strutting somewhere right now. It's 75 degrees and gorgeous. Huh. Well, congratulations. <laughs> you got three feet of snow. I was about to say, what's, like it look out, what's it look like out your window right now? Uh, everything's covered in snow, but it's... Fortunately, it's like, I don't know, probably in around 40 degrees, so okay. it feels good. That's balmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. T-shirt weather. That's right. T-shirt weather. <laughs> 40 degrees down here, we'd be closing school. Oh. Huh. Uh, well, listen, two podcasts in a row you get to be on. Um, what we're doing on this one is we're 
you know, it's February, which is kind of the gap in between all the seasons, and there's a new year, and we've got, you know, a new ownership and, and new location, and kind of mm-hmm. this is a change in gear, so we're kind of going down through the team and introducing the team to everybody, and we introduced the world to Aaron and then to Jason, and I think in terms of seniority, you're you're next on the list. Um, all right. And so world meet. Higher than Rob? Yeah. I think so. Rob was a subcontractor for a while. Um, but in terms of actual, yeah, your employee number is definitely smaller than Rob's, um, um, which means you're, you're closer to employee one, right? That's right. I don't even think we have employee numbers. I'm digging a hole. Yeah, but, you are. <laughs> but so <laughs> jo- Josh Grossenbacher, his official title is category manager for all things turkey. Is that right? Is that still your title? You're the boss. Whatever you say, man. <laughs> That's what your business card says, right? If we know where yeah, they I, are. I'll have to find them. <laughs> so, yeah, day to day, kind of explain to the world what does Josh Grossenbacher do, where are you at, and why are you not in Tennessee? Well, I'm uh, located up in northeast Ohio, a uh, small town called Med- Medina, Ohio. And what I'm doing up here every day is stretching and cutting and taping the mouth calls. And a lot of them. Oh, yeah, a whole bunch of them. <laughs> Several. <laughs> keep, keeps me pretty busy. Yeah. And uh, you, you've got a shop there, I guess, a little a, a barn and, um, and a pretty cool yep. spot, actually. And uh, so you're working remotely and – Basically, you've got some. You got one helper there next door, right? That that will sometimes package some stuff and clip case and help you cut tape. And yep, yep. Emily, my neighbor girl, she comes over and helps. She's actually here right now, uh, cutting excess latex off calls for me. She would be uh, cutting tape, but I didn't want her making a bunch of racket for this deal. It's <laughs> awesome. Perfect. That's awesome. And so, uh, you one of the other things that you do for Rolling Thunder is uh, two other major things. One is um, you've you've kind of managed and kept our uh, contest team, you know, or, or really put it together and, and kind of kept those guys in the fold. And you're constantly talking to Jr. and Terrence and Hunter Wallace and all that jazz, right? Yep. Yep. And Josh is very plugged in in the turkey world, so – Seems like there's always somebody reaching out to Josh, either from NWTF or one of the other organizations, getting a, a quote or a something. Um, so Josh is kind of thinking about Turkey 365. And one of my favorite things about Josh is that he's not a duck hunter or didn't used to be. But he's a real grinder these days. <laughs> he's, he's all about that green. It's definitely on my radar now. <laughs> Look out. Look out. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Uh, the other thing now, that you go ahead. No, I was going to say you say the down February is the downtime. This is uh this is a part of the year like uh, deer seat like the rut or spring gobbler season. I mean, I look forward to February just as much as those. Just Me too. due to what's coming up next week in in Nashville. Yeah, um, yeah. The com- competitive calling side of of things is a huge a huge part of my world. So. Yep. Really, really, really looking forward to next week. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. The third thing I was going to say that you do, that kind of the major capacity you run around here, is is you host the Rogue Hunts video series, um, and that's you and mm-hmm. Hunter Wallace and occasionally Terrence and other characters that come in and out and 
Um, yep. So, you guys got big plans this spring for that, I guess? Um, we've got a few <laughs> things lined up so far. I mean, some, some stuff like we did last year. Yep. Again, obviously out at Hunters and, and with JR. And, uh, still got still got some few things, a few few hunts to get squared away, and I think next week in Nashville we'll be able to put our heads together and and get things lined up. That's awesome. Well, good. Yeah, Where's really the- looking forward. It's crazy to think that that's, I mean, well, that's what another great thing about the NWTF convention here coming up. I mean, this is kind of like the, uh, this is like the last big hoorah before turkey season. Like once the convention comes and goes, it's time. Like yeah. seasons are going to be opening very, very soon in Florida. And well, Hawaii's probably already in. Yep. Yep. Getting close. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Hawaii opens March first, right? So, it it's coming. Yeah. It's coming in a hurry, whether we want it to or not. Josh, have you gone out there to Hawaii? No, I have not. Is that is that on the is that on the Rogue Hunts radar? Because I'm pretty sure you could you should figure out a way to do that this year. We've talked about it. I yeah. don't know if it's, it's probably a little late to be planning that right now. Yeah, but I don't know. I just what, feel what like Spence says. I don't feel like we've got a duck boat that'll get us to Hawaii. And I think <laughs> I think we're a little late for booking plane tickets. Nah, yeah, yeah. This this is right on time. This is about <laughs> this is early for us. You, you want to pay for it, Rob, we'll go. Yeah. I know a guy. <laughs> huh. Uh well we Josh, we really appreciate you and um your involvement and you guys, yeah. The shoot the excellence with which you do your job never adequately gets stated and I'm sure, like everybody, you don't get enough appreciation. But, um, man, I I want to just say how much I appreciate you thinking about Turkey 365, and I appreciate you working even when somebody's not there looking over your shoulder. You're one of the most efficient, hardworking people that I've ever worked with. And uh, Man, I can't wait for my wife to hear this one. This is great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll probably not ask her opinion about it because uh, I also don't want you to ask <laughs> Lindy's opinion about my work ethic. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, just... I, I appreciate you saying that, and I'm 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 proud to be a part of the team. <laughs> well, good deal. All right, buddy. We'll get back to stretching latex and uh, tell Emily thank you. Yeah, I will. I'll get back to. It. I'm going to take a little nap and then. Uh... <laughs> Hey, whatever you do is working. Yeah, yeah. I'm, at this point, I'm not micromanaging you, so do whatever. Okay. Yeah. See you, pal. See you next week. Okay, see you guys. Have a good one. All right. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. Josh is a machine. He is. I mean, people don't understand how consistent the calls that he builds are and how many of them he builds. I do not understand how he's able to do that. When when he really gets into momentum, for watching him do it, well, yeah, and he's just going so fast, and he does it the same way every time. His hands go in the same place. He, like, rests his hand here on the table the same way every time to get it out of the way of everything. It's nuts. It looks like, you know, uh, like those, like, candy shops that used to be in the malls that would have like the big tubes of all the mm-hmm. candy and you see it mm-hmm. and it's beautiful and mm-hmm. you're like oh that's what it feels like when you walk back in the turkey like yeah, in the call all the different colors they're just in these huge bins and you just walk back there yeah. and you're just like i could this, yeah. is this forever like it's a little <laughs> overwhelming too I mean, it's so many it's of them. a little less fun when you have to clip case and package and put cards in and put them in <laughs> inner packs and you poor thing it's a little less magical <laughs> but uh 
But anyway, who who uh, who do we need to talk to next? You're next. I'm next. Yeah. All right. So, world meet Rob Kenny. Hey, everybody. <laughs> what do you do, Rob? I don't know. <laughs> Depends, on <what> day. <laughs> Depends on the day. No, I, I'm Ken. I um I think that I'm a photographer and a, a drone operator, and then after that, it's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of a uh, um. Helping out with some video work, helping out packing calls and doing whatever, like Jason kind of said, whatever, whatever it is we need to do. Yeah. Well, also, you're you're a little understated there. I mean, wow. you handle several of our media accounts. I do. That, I that do some of that. Yeah. We represent, um, and you help them with social media. Yeah. I, well, okay. So I help some. I helped run some of the social media accounts, and then I'll also do some. I guess some copywriting mm-hmm. for some of our brands. Yep. You've written some a of bunch things. of articles. That's yeah. right. I've I've enjoyed doing that, and that was particularly. I mean, I guess I yeah, particularly for for Shen when we did that. That mm-hmm. was one of my favorite things because I just got to learn so much yep. from Jones about the process, right? And, and that was awesome. You've also taken on the podcast, yeah, I mean, yeah, a, taking that's on a the, real job. Yeah, we were uh, we were on the way to I guess Katie's test at Web Footed Kennel, and in the truck, and I said, hey, I got I got an idea. You've done the podcast, but we haven't done one in a while. How about uh, how about Ben and I kind of take, take it, over it over and you and I? So it's kind of morphed and changed a little bit. Hopefully, we'll get Ben on some more during, when we're back in Somerville, yeah. just because it's easier. Some lunch breaks, yeah, lunch breaks, yeah. But uh, yeah, that honestly, the podcast has been one of my favorite things. That's fun, and <laughs> I I wasn't expecting it to be the mm-hmm. same way. I just thought it was a good way to kind of get the name, get Rolling Thunder out, and yep. kind of a different way. Do I mean I didn't come up with the idea for the podcast? You were already doing it, but but kind of taking crummy, that. I couldn't even edit it. I couldn't. I yeah, mean, but those are great episodes. Yeah, the one at Jeb's is hysterical. <laughs> the one with you and Austin, Florida or Florida Osceola's. Yeah, that, that's Kirk. incredible. because yeah. it's like you're in traffic and you yeah. can hear stuff in the background. It's great. <laughs> it's old Betty. So yeah, the amount of yeah. So um, but anyway, that has been so much fun because. It's it's been this really interesting connection to a lot of people that yep. at least in my role as a photographer. I mean, I try not to be like the influencer photographer mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, I'm not. I don't think I'm interesting enough to be that guy. <laughs> but also, like, it's not. There's a certain to me in my. It, I, there's a certain. Uh, I don't know selfishness with some of that stuff that yep. you know if I'm if I'm being tasked to do something for a brand, mm-hmm. unless they have explicitly made it about me right. i try really hard not to make it yeah. about me that's really good and um so it's been funny through the podcast is i mean heck i've hunted you're places. like a personality now yeah and i didn't expect it <laughs> i like i mean i'm not don't make i don't want to make it sound like i think i am either but like there's been p- times where i've been hunting somewhere and you know you meet people and it's dark i've joked about i only meet your friends yep. in the dark but like you meet half the group and then there's some other guys standing over there yep. kind of off and they either came up later or they're kind of like the ones who are over there just kind of like looking at you, like right. who are these guys? <laughs> and uh, we're sitting there, and I was talking to somebody, and somebody goes, "Is that is that Rob?" Yeah, and I said, "Yeah," and he goes, "Oh, I listened to the podcast." <laughs> it was just it's hilarious. Wild how many, like, it's wild how yeah. different the the audience for the podcast is from it's a videos very, and things that we've done, yeah. and the things people hear and mm-hmm. they remember. Like, I mean, you've said several times the number of people that have asked you about Ben. Oh my gosh, you know, or yeah. Fran, yeah, you know, or sure. any number of things. I mean, and that's that's awesome. Yeah, it is fun. Sometimes it makes it hard to tell stories because, especially like, I'll bump into Terrence and I'm like, "Yeah, the other day I was doing this," and he goes, "Yeah, I listened to that on the podcast." And I was like, "Well." <laughs> 
Um, how how many of them have you listened to? Because yeah. I might be out of <laughs> I might be out of material here. Yeah, but it has been it that that I agree, yeah. and you've done an excellent job of that. You have I appreciate really it. picked it up and run with it. And I'm not the easiest guy to pin down. I'm all over the map. And not always. I mean, we're, we're heck. We're currently three hours and forty five minutes behind schedule. I'm pretty sure you're, I, I thought you'd be, be somewhere to Fort Smith by now, but <laughs> um, I'll take it. No, it's we, been fun. I've enjoyed been. it. I've enjoyed it. And coming from uh, like an accounting finance background and, and moving to this has just been, I've really enjoyed it. So let's talk about how you got from accounting and finance. Yeah. Cause I mean, you thought you were going to be a CPA, right? Or yeah. You, yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was working on that. I, I was working for Deloitte. I'd been there for, uh, I was going on my third year. I'd been there for over three years working on my fourth year. And I had kind of, um, I guess in 20, 2018, I had bought I was I've I was using my brother in law's camera and then I finally bought like what I consider to be a big boy camera mm-hmm. and was taking some pictures and doing some stuff and and I was absolutely one hundred percent tagging you and Rolling Thunder in every picture that I took. Yeah. Because I was like, Hey, I'm doing this. Like yep. you know, and I'm not saying you need to do that. I'm just saying that's what I did. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, I, I I wanted, you know, to do some work on the side. Yep. And I had known you, and and we were friendly. We didn't necessarily do stuff together because we just weren't in the same circles. But I mean, heck, Rob was in the class above me. And, my brother, and, my yeah, brother, your brother Rob. Rob. Yep. Yeah, and and um, well, your dad and I go to church together. Yep, we go to church. Y'all go to church together, and then I mean, your dad coached the girls' basketball team at, at Westminster mm-hmm. for a long time, and mm-hmm. so I'd been knowing him forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, you asked me to, like, hey, can you do this shoot? No, that's not true. You took me to lunch. Oh yeah, we went you, out to lunch. You, you were working on a book. I yeah, and I'm still kind of yeah. I guess we do have to take a step back. I'm working on a was working on a book, um, and I still think it's a good idea. So I don't want to talk too much about yeah. it. But but um, you know, and I just kind of wanted to pick your brain because I wanted you to kind of write it a, a forward mm-hmm. to the waterfowl mm-hmm. section of it. Mm-hmm. And through the course of our conversation, I guess that alerted you a little bit to the fact that I was doing kind of in this mm-hmm. or wanting to do more in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the more we spoke, I realized, wow, even if I have a good idea, I need a whole lot more of experience. <laughs> so I have a leg on which to stand just yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. Um, whether the idea is, you know, right, wrong or any of it. Yeah. But um, yeah. And so I guess because of that, I guess that was in June. The funny thing was I, I had messaged you I had messaged you in February about it. And then in June you're like, Gah, I just you know, I just yeah. got this. Do you want to go to lunch? I was like, Yeah, that'd be awesome. So I actually like took a really long lunch break from one of my clients that um and then went out there. But anyway, I digress, but you'd asked me to do a shoot. Yeah, that fall. That fall in September. Where that, was the what was the shoot? It was at Mallard States. Okay. It was just brush like and a brush and bonds. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I actually didn't even own a lens for the camera I just bought, so I had to, <laughs> I had to go rent it. And man, we went. I don't know if any. I don't know if anyone has ever taken more pictures of blind brushing shutter, than I did that count. day. Oh my gosh! I think I delivered like 500 photos from a from a blind brushing. Awesome. And you're like, whoa, easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> but anyway, and just kind of picked up odd things here and there, and did some. Um, you kind of you you ran point on a lot of the Malheur State stuff there for yeah, a couple of years. I I did, yeah. I started doing some more stuff from them, and I guess in 2019 and 2020, we kind of transitioned to my doing some more of that. Yep. So I was running their social media and was kind of 
managing from a photography standpoint yep. the generation of the material that we needed to continue mm-hmm. to promote them. Mm-hmm. And then doing the podcast there, but it's kind of funny how um, I've just learned so much in the past few years about photography, and I think there's so much value in, in it. I think if it just goes down to con, it needs to be more than that. You need to tell stories. And that's the thing I love so much about it is like pursuing photography, not as a means to an end, but an end all its own. Yep. So and I think that is really, really important. Yeah, that's awesome. So I want, what I want you to, what I was trying to get you to get at is, so you were, you left Deloitte yeah. and went to Westminster. Yeah. So I was their CFO for a year Yep. and enjoyed it. It was great work, great folks there. Um, but then I just kind of kept, I was doing drone work and for other people and I was doing stuff for you. And then it was like my side job started to get just mm-hmm. big. And then what I, what I, what started to happen was I started to feel like I got to pick because I'm not going to do both badly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do one very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And it just, it worked out where I guess you and I just decided to stop dating and started <laughs> to do the thing. And, uh, and it worked out. So I took a job in June and it's been off to the, off yeah. to the races ever since, and I've I've really enjoyed it. Well, you've I definitely a, jumped all over the place there. No, but that's okay. You've done a, you've done an excellent job. Well, and, I appreciate it, um, and continue to do an excellent job. So I appreciate keep the, it. Keep the shutter count up, and that's right. <laughs> keep the I'm, podcast rolling out. So. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> well, uh, I feel like I need to say four or five really kind paragraphs about you. I have with everybody else. And yeah, I'm, <laughs> you've done. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at you. <laughs> Come on ready. with them. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Man, you've done it. You, they're they're really our podcast is one of those things that um, I remember telling Lindy when you suggested that I was I when we started doing the podcast, I had no idea what I was doing. I just yeah. knew that it was kind of a I don't know my my few of my gifts are I have I, God's given me the ability to kind of see what needs uh-huh. to happen next visionary wise yeah but I rarely have any idea how to get from here to there and so a lot of I just tend to throw stuff against the wall and start and see where it goes you know and there's a lot to be said where, for that because there's lots of perfectionists out there who won't start something well uh, so this is not about me this is about I know you. I my, know but my point is I guess that, that's number two <laughs> my, my point is that when yeah. I when you offered that you were like, ah, me and Ben would like to participate in the podcast. I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is the greatest relief. I don't have to do it. So <laughs> what you're awesome. saying is you'll come out of Tuesday nights and drink beer at my house and yeah. just start talking and I can just tell stories. Like, yeah. But, uh, no, you've really taken that. You've run with it. We're we're now, shoot, we're, we're this, well into our second year almost. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're, I guess this spring was, will be two years, right? Yeah. Like March. Yeah. Of the podcast. Yeah, for the whole podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you started in March of 2020. Yeah, that's this, what I mean. This will be kids. episode 75. Right, and so we've yeah. missed some weeks in COVID. Yeah. We, the world was weird, and we weren't all getting together after sure. duck season. And, you know, just anyways. Yeah. Uh, but you you have taken something that was just an idea and a glimmer and a, and a thought process, and you've executed on it exceptionally well. And you've done the same thing with photography and the social it. media pages that you manage. And um, – I mean the the like Jason and like Aaron like everybody. I mean the number of random things that you've just <laughs> executed on have been phenomenal, and uh, I just I really appreciate it. I, Thank you, buddy. Yeah, it means a lot. Hope it's a lot more years of killing stuff and photographing it, going places, <laughs> and whatever else that means. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, well, good deal. Is that enough nice stuff? Uh, can I have one more? <laughs> Uh, your mustache is on point. Is I mean, it? Yeah, is you're, it? I you're, figured you're, you're doing good with your mustache, and you know, right. your your kid 
appears to be growing up healthy. Hey, she got well her first. Adjusted. She got her first piece of bottom land last week. Oh, good. And <laughs> That's I, awesome. I was I was really excited. That was like a I don't know. That was thinking that was one of my first dad moments. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is great. That's awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. Good. So, but anyway, good. Well, thank you. All right. Change gears. Changing gears. So who do we have? So who, next, who are we about to get here next? And I don't know whether. I don't know whether he actually has more senior, less seniority than you, or whether you have more than him. I, I really don't know. Y'all are both kind of in the same vintage, but it was kind of a simultaneous. Yeah, this is. Russell. I'll defer to him any yeah, day. This though. is Count Russell Ginn. Go by Russ. Go by Russ. Hey, you. Anything, just about. <laughs> That's kind of how I answer yeah. that question. People are like, "Is it Spence or Spencer?" As <laughs> long as you don't call me late for supper. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tell um, us about you, Russ. Well, um, Russell Ginn, I've been building turkey calls now for about 17 years. And uh, it's been a passion of mine since I was young and got tired of buying them in a store. Figured somebody was making them, why couldn't I? So, yeah. How'd you get here? <sighs> Where are you from? I'm here from Memphis. That's right. So, I'm a local boy right now. And uh, just, I. They bought Gardner needed some help during uh, tuning season or whatever mm-hmm. at Christmas, and I came in the door, and John and Adam both set me down and said, well, look, you also do a turkey line, and do you mind, you know, would you be interested in taking over a turkey line and doing it all here in-house? I was like, absolutely. And uh, Wait, hold on just a second. That's the most understated. Yeah. This is what I did. <laughs> R- Russ came in because <laughs> – we were an absolute disaster <laughs> of, of manufacturing process. And he literally came in. At first, you were, what, 20 hours a week or something along those lines? Yeah, it was some labor. It was part-time. And uh, then it just like a light switch went off. And it was, you know, anywhere between 10 hours a day to 15 hours a day. All so. right, so hold on. So let me go back to – let me dive into this for yeah. a second. Russ is just helping out. And then all of a sudden, somebody along the, along the way finds out that Russ – you know, knew how to program a CNC machine, knew how to run a tabletop, knew how to build box calls by hand, knew how to do all these different things. I mean, Russ is like a craftsman. Yeah. Well, see, okay? the, I, the thing I think that is amazing about that is that just as a guy, I feel like you would have, when you came in to help out, you it just would have casually come up in conversation just so you kind of, like, let people know, like, I'm legit, <laughs> I can do this. And you just sat on that. And you were, Like, the humility there is something I love Well, about he had a mouth you. call press. Yeah, I mean, you, you the whole deal. Yeah, leg I had turkey calls, yeah. right? Yeah. That was me. Heck yeah. So, and and uh, so you were working for us part-time, and at the time we were outsourcing all of our wood pots. Mm-hmm. And and then we won this. We won a couple of really large orders with Bass Pro Shops, and Russ said something. Along, we we struggled to get enough and all this. And Russ, they started doing the math. And next thing you know, Russ's like, "Well, I bring my mill up here," and he brought his <laughs> mill. And then we did the math on how many hours that thing would have to run. And ended up buying four more. Four, four more. more. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and so it's revolutionized what we can do. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And when we say we, what we mean is what Russ can do, and <laughs> yeah. what we just tag along on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, well, the number of calls that I've helped scrape and do other stuff, I'm looking at it going. Yeah, Russ did all of this. <laughs> yeah. This is unbelievable. Sanding all the edges. Oh my goodness! I mean, it's it's imp- it's incredible. There's four pallets of of board cherry, rough mm-hmm. rough cut cherry, and in, in boards mm. that that is out there to be, you know, milled. And how many? I mean, I don't. 
I don't know how many, but it's in the 10, 10 plus thousand that you've that you've milled this last calendar year. Exactly. It's been a lot. And uh, starting from one mill to five mills, yeah. I mean, in, in, 20, in calendar year 2021. Yep. That's unbelievable. A lot of time and a lot of love. How many? <laughs> a lot of love. How many? Uh, how many routers tables have? I mean, how many uh, planer? Uh, what do you call it? The, Knives. We started off with no. The burned up the whole motor. Yeah, on we them. burned up on the planer. Oh, I thought you were talking about the individual knives. No. no, I think we burned up four planers right off the bat. Something tells me I need a bigger planer. And then we ended up getting an industrial one. And there that's, it is. We were buying it at Home Depot. Yeah, at yeah. Lowe's and, and using one of those like Dewalt ones and yeah, just running exactly. it through. Oh. Just, that's what we started with, and now that we've gotten this industrial one, we've changed the blades once already. So it's so the boards come in; they're really rough yeah. boards, like you'd see on a semi truck going down the yeah, interstate. And rough they're, cut what, timber, a six inch board. Is that what they uh, are? That's about what we like. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes like they can ten to eleven inches or larger. Yeah, so. we've been yeah. burning some scrap wood this it's morning. It's not precise. That's yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so Russ has to get the the width is there's a little bit of tolerance on the width, but he's got to get the height. Got the a dimension thickness of right? the, yeah. so that when the when the uh, tool touches down, it knows you know it knows what you don't want is to mill out a pot and then have the bottom be you yeah. know three sixteenths of an inch with yep. no holes in it. It's too thick, you know. That's right. Yeah, when I design the programs, I automatically take in consideration what I would like that board to be. So, like for instance, if I want it to be seven eighths, I plane that board to seven eighths. That way, when I set that program up. Everything is based on seven eighths, right? So, so that depth is already exactly. measured out, and everything. It's a yep. real consistent product. So rough boards come in, yep. on pallets yep. from a mill. They've been kiln dried, and Russ takes them from there all the way through a finished pot. And I mean, he sprays them, he he uh, scrapes them. He's well, not just texting him. He was in there gluing <laughs> up the soundboards on. You know, he's got a batch of about two hundred twenty five today that that he's working on. I mean. Uh, there's a lot of manual labor and love that goes into those pots, as you said. It is. That's got to make you proud, though, when you see it people is. using them or posting pictures killing birds. That's and you're just like, oh, that's like one of the big rewards is yeah. seeing somebody like somebody bought a call and it was their first bird they ever taken with it, and they've got a picture with that call. I, I love you mm-hmm. know getting stuff like that in. So, mm. yep. that's that, never awesome. gets, that part never gets old. No. You're right, and and it is. It's the there's a whole lot of reasons I think people make calls and sell calls, but you know that's one of those things that it's hard to put a value on. Oh, yeah. Hard to describe mm-hmm. exactly how cool that is when somebody sends you a text message like, "Man, look at this," you yeah. know, and they've they've taken the time to place their call in the picture and uh-huh. display it and show, you know, and and then you just you get you get to be a part of that, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's awesome. I mean, I even feel that a little bit, and I don't even make them. <laughs> I've just put them in packages, and I'm proud just to see them on shelves, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, Russ, you also have um, made a bunch of you. You build our strikers. Mm-hmm. You've built a bazillion mouth calls yourself. I mean, yes, you, you've been around turkey calls. I have. Uh, I originally started with just a pot call mm-hmm. and kind of branched out to a box. Did some little gadget calls and stuff like that, little push pins and stuff like that. But uh, mouth calls was one of my favorites to do. It's a little bit time, can, you know, training, but you can sit there and kind of think about stuff as you're stacking latex. And, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's it's relaxing to me. So I don't want to put you on the spot too bad, but why? what made you come work with us? 
I get asked that a lot. And uh, for me, it was a larger platform, like a showcase. And with me being as small of a shop as I was, uh, I mean, I, I was getting out there pretty good, but the money trying to get stuff going spending this amount of money to hope that this sells or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, my love was still in it, but it was that time and during COVID and everything else when there wasn't a lot of shows going on. Business side of it's hard. It was tough. And I was, I was in 12 stores, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, uh, it just got to the point where it was like, it's not worth, you know, mm-hmm. getting out there and hoping that it sells and spending this money. Mm-hmm. And with this, you know, it was like, I still get to do, the thing I love, I still get to build and, and design and do things. And I don't have to front any money or, you know, I, I get yeah. a paycheck, you know. So, it's like it's, it's it works. Well, it, it that part of, you know, that part of the, the business side of it, I, I wouldn't be here today if I had ever dove in full tilt. You yeah. know what I mean? If, yeah. I, if I had not always had a side gig going, <laughs> not a – this has always been a side gig for me until this year. Yeah. Um, I, so I totally get that. Mm. I, I'm in the same boat. It's not like we've built some monstrosity <laughs> here. I mean, this is still mom and pop business. You know, we're a small business. And I, I appreciate that. I totally understand that. Um, and, I, you know, on the one hand, I, 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 I hate that for you. But at the, <laughs> on the other hand, I'm really glad you're on our team because <laughs> we couldn't do it without yeah. you, Russ. Well, I appreciate and, it. Uh, I I need two more of you. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, uh, I've, I've never hated coming here to work. You know, it's something that I was always told that when you start hating a job, you know, you lose love for it and everything else. And I've never not loved coming to work. So, well, you've done, awesome. you, yeah, it is awesome, and you've done a great job. And I hope that uh, that you know you're happy for a long time. Yeah. I hope you really enjoy <laughs> Somerville. And, yeah. That's, I'm looking forward to it. Well, the thing I really appreciate about you is that, man, you just always have the best attitude <laughs> every time. And, and I, you know, I come in here and I'm working on something or doing whatever, and you're always game to talk and you're always game to let me know what you're doing and show me what you're doing. And I don't know. I just appreciate somebody <laughs> who just always seems – just always level. And Not always. I know, but, but I'm saying I, whenever I come in here and talking to you, chill. I always walk out better than when I came in. I agree with that. And I don't know if you mean to do that or whatever, or if it's just a byproduct of who you are as I a person. Mm. But, you know, every time I come and talk to you, I'm better for just having known you. <laughs> right. And that's a big thing. Well, no, I'm serious. That. So Most people don't know about you, Russ, and we're going to do a longer episode on this, but, I mean, you've got two prosthetic legs. Yep. Hence the name Peg leg? Legs. <laughs> yeah, that's the you got to own it, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I was in a work-related accident back in 2009 and uh, had 20,000 pounds of steel, 850 degrees collapse on me. Gosh. And uh, it pinned me there for about 30 minutes. And once they finally was able to dig me out, that's when mm. all the loopiness and yeah. the rebuilding process was about to start. So I had, uh, I think, five or six surgeries and spent seven months in a wheelchair and got my legs and had to relearn how to do it all. walk again, do yeah. everything again. So I, I'm to the point where now I can do everything I used to do. It just takes me a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. nothing to be ashamed of. I've, you know, I've accepted it, and yeah. it's what it is. So I'm still here. So 
Russ duck hunts without waders. <laughs> so you got to get Russ in that shin deep water. Because if he gets up above his knees, it gets cold. That's right. Anything up to his knees, he's good to go. The first time we hunted together, though, he, it, it was so cold that when he took his foot out of the water, all the water in his prosthetic was – he had to take him off when he got here to the shop. Let him him out. out. What was it we were hunting and you were like – Oh, it's cold. I can't feel my feet. You know, <laughs> like rust. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but yeah, if I we, can't laugh at myself, you know, I can't really laugh about shoot, much. I, so, I yeah. hear you. I hear you. I, I, your your prosthetics make my little glass eye look silly. <laughs> we were joking. I got a little nervous. You don't have any legs. You're one eye down. When I started working here, I was like, "What do I got to give up? <laughs> <laughs> what do I got to give up just to work here?" Oh man, it's the island of misfit toys. As we said, so. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh man, well, buddy, we really appreciate you, and um, you know, want to hear a lot more about your story. All right, in yeah. in days to come, but you need to go glue up. Pop I calls, got business so. to take care of. <laughs> that so. XFL career. I want to yeah, hear yeah. about that too. <laughs> So you didn't know he played arena football? What? Yes. <laughs> a pre-accident. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know if you had some <laughs> no. you know, extra ability to Bionics, kick a football now. No, out no. there on blades. Yeah. What position well, did you play? I was a place kicker. Dang. Holy cow. <laughs> Hold on just a second. We've got a we got two. We got like, two kickers on staff. Top level here. place kickers on our staff. I didn't even know yeah. this. I had no idea. That's hilarious. Yeah. Archie I was Bailey just, just joined us as well, oh by the way. Oh, my god! I grew up going to Nashville Cats games. That was our arena football league. See, growing up here, we had the Memphis Pharaohs mm-hmm. back when I was right. in high school. Yeah. And I was like, I always wanted to play for them, you know. And they folded before, like, every yeah. other team yeah. in Memphis. So, so. so who, how, did, how did that even happen? How did you get picked up? Or how did the – We went to a combine. And uh, – Where did you go to high school, by the way? Craigmont. Okay. And uh, I was all-state kicker, first-team all-state punter and all this. And uh, I uh, – Oh, my word. <laughs> Way better than me. I was just all-city. Oh, <laughs> my word. Yeah. Did but you play in college? I never went to college. I, <laughs> I messed up my senior year and uh, wasn't able to go to college. And I had several scholarships and stuff like that, but young and dumb. Yeah. So. But – uh. Did the combine? Did well. I played minor league here. Memphis had a team called the Samurais, and it was just a NAFL league. I've never and, even heard of that. Yeah, we traveled around, played different. We won the is, golf. Is this like a beer league, or is no? This like it a- was it was a lot of inmates and stuff like that, but big bouncers and stuff. But uh, some big boy man, yeah, I can't imagine. Was, so you did that for a little bit. I did that. We won the. The year of the Samurais, we won the Gulf Coast Division Championship. We got rings and all that. And uh, oh my, this half awesome. of our staff's a champ. Yeah. I mean, so, that's right. <laughs> so we ended up going. Uh, me and a couple guys went up to a combine, and we got picked up to play. You know, different leagues or whatever. Yeah, mine Who'd, was Arena. Okay, who'd you get picked up by? Little Rock Twisters. And uh, when they folded, I went to Louisiana Swamp Beast. Played there for two years, came back and did Memphis. So I'm so mind blown right now. <laughs> I was just kidding about the kicking thing. I had no idea. I figured you were going to say you were a tight end or a, I didn't I, know. That's I what mean, I, I also played tight end, defensive end, but yeah. I was mostly known for kicking. So Gosh. I had set a couple of records here at the state and uh, longest punt, longest field goal. and How far of a field goal did you kick? Longest field goal off the ground in high school was 50, 59. 
That's far. And that's a, that's that's a, a long, long ways. Way. Longest. I don't shoot a rifle that far. <laughs> that's like that's like from here to that that grill over there. Goodness Look gracious! The longest punt was uh seventy two oh yards. Okay, jeez. So With or without a roll. That was. It took a bounce and went in the end zone. Yeah. So. But oh my word! Like for talking just a second, bombs. okay. I know everybody listening here knows what sixty yards is, but I went on an elk hunt with a bow, <laughs> and the first night at dinner, you know, the guy I'm hunting with is like, "So, you know, can you can you shoot one at fifty? Like, mm-mm. like thirty five yards was my max. Okay, we got a man over here kicked it between two uprights <laughs> at fifty nine yards. Like. Still had room to clear, but, you know, oh that was the gosh. longest attempt, so. Gracious. How far in practice have you ever kicked one? Uh, 64. <laughs> That's a it's long way. a big way. cuss kicking a ball right there. Yeah, that, no kidding. You got a lot to put behind it. Cover, oh, my so. gosh. You owe that big skin an apology. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, man. So, how long did you play arena football? A uh, total of three and a half years. Was that just wild? I mean, was that a rough and tumble it, bunch of football players? It was, Yes, it was it was I awesome. Bet. Like I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Like NFL, you, I mean, you were so much closer to the fans and stuff like that. It was it was awesome. And I mean, y'all probably traveled in a bus. We did. I mean, it was probably low budget. It wasn't. It, yeah, especially fame and fortune. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Now Arena One, I heard they traveled in planes and stuff like that. Stayed in nice hotels, but we were like Ramada Inns and stuff. So <laughs> it was sharing a room. Yeah, kinda. can you imagine being an adult? <coughs> rolling up to a Ramada Inn with an arena football. With a league. bunch of other adults. Oh, my you know, gosh. That kind of sounds awesome, though. That trainers just sounds, are, yeah, trainers would wake you up at 6 to go eat the continental breakfast. So. <laughs> they have to call down they the front did. desk. We're going to need you to hire a few more folks because tomorrow morning's <laughs> breakfast is yep. going to be in you're, the Louisiana like, Swamp Beasts. You're yeah. not ready for this. <laughs> yeah, you are not ready. So, it was it was fun. Uh, that was one of the hardest things for me to, you know, I was an athlete. And uh, that was one of the hardest things after the accident yeah. to Gosh, comprehend. But it was also, you know, I was always told by my, you know, my physical therapist that athletes have a a, de- a desire to not be beat, mm-hmm. not nothing beat them. Yeah. And that's why I got up, Pushed through. On, you know, so fast because, you know, in that seven months I was in a wheelchair, I was having to, you know, get my legs reshaped and yeah. everything else. I had to shrink down to a certain size. And once all of that was done, they built legs, and I got my legs on a Wednesday, and I walked out of there on my own Friday. Wow. So I had crutches, but they, they gave me two crutches to start with, and then they you know stepped it down to one. Then they gave me two canes. Well, I couldn't figure out how to walk with two canes, so I always just kept one. They always told me, you'll always have canes the rest of your life, you know. And they I, didn't think you'd be able to walk with your prosthetics uh-uh. without a cane. Not with, with without it. No. Does that have to do with just your height? Because you're not a short guy. Oh, uh, I don't know if it was that or just in general. Okay. Most uh, folks with prosthetics don't don't walk without a cane. Is what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, but for the wow. most part. Uh, with me being below knee, you know, it it, it was easier. Uh, I didn't have to worry about swinging my knee or anything right, because I can still have my knees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I remember the first time. I was able to get back out on my own to go hunt. Uh, I ran my four-wheeler off into some sand, and uh, I jumped off the four-wheeler and took my cane and set it down. When I did, the cane sunk. And I was like, 
great, you know, I'm stuck out here, and I end up fighting a four-wheeler, getting it picked up and getting it out, and I just went back to the house and didn't even think about that cane, and I got home, walked in the house with no cane, everybody's like, where's your cane, you know, and I was like, guess I don't need it anymore, <laughs> so, but. I'll be dang. I did not know that. Well, it's it's your build. You get around great. I mean, you wouldn't oh, know. No doubt. I mean, it's it's That's, it's. They've always told me, you know, you should wear pants. Back when I used to guide for the Wounded Warriors, they would ask me to wear pants the first night and listen to all these other people's stories. You know, yeah. they might be missing a foot or something like that. You know, and I would listen to them, and I can't, you know, I can't imagine what you're going through. You know, and the next day I'd be in shorts or something. They'd be like, you know, if if you can do it with two, I can do it with one. You know, so. Mm. I always enjoy doing that kind of stuff with them. Yeah. yeah. Golly. I mean, I can't wait to sit I'm down and so do a longer mindful. one with you. <laughs> and So many questions. Yeah. I'm glad well, we – I'm, I'm proud of you. Well, I, I mean, I really it. am. I mean, you you, you, uh, you, don't need a, you don't need a sympathy vote from me right <laughs> no, around here. No, you're I don't tough. need sympathy. You're tough son of a gun. But, um, I mean, you're, you're – I, I just thought you were a good craftsman. I didn't have any <laughs> idea you were a world-class athlete, kick a 59-yard field goal. Aaron God, and I are almighty. trying to get him to get into murder ball, which is like the wheelchair. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's like the wheelchair. What'd you, Wheel, how would you describe it? It's wheelchair rugby. It's just guys mm. in wheelchairs, but it looks like they got armor all over it, and they just crash it's into like each other. It's like BattleBots meets yeah. rugby. Jeez. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to get you into it. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, mm. well, Russ, thanks for all that you <laughs> yes, do sir. for us. And, uh Go back to glue and pop. I'm calls. about to go get. <laughs> yep. So we'll see y'all. Thanks a million. See ya. All right, buddy. So next up is uh, Mr. Robert Thomas Bailey, the third. The third. Yep. That's right. Don't forget it. How are you? Pretty good. Good. How's uh How's today? Are we five hours now behind? Our uh. <laughs> just yes. leaving. Time? I think. Yeah. I think right on the dot. Five. <laughs> For most of the world. That's right. That we'll get to Fort Worth around <laughs> 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, you haven't done the fun part yet. R- you RT asked me earlier, he's like, how long does it take to get to Fort Worth? And I went, you know that little emoji where the guy has both hands? Does the yeah. hands yeah, up? I don't like- know. <laughs> yeah, I spent some time in Wichita Falls, so I was doing the mental math, and I was like, uh, it's going to be like eight. Oh, gosh. Yeah. All right, well, it is what it is, as long as we're there by tomorrow morning. Do be like that sometimes. It do be like that. <laughs> So, RT, you are not the newest employee. You're the next to newest That's right. employee. That's right. Today you got your first paycheck. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. It's, yeah, I was looking for it. It's inside. Uh, I was going to say my, congratulations. With the rest of my stuff. Most thank of the time you. people say thank you. <laughs> thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so, you're probably hungry, aren't you? I'm starving to death. <laughs> I'm making, like... I was talking to Claire. It's the first thing he told me when he walked in. Claire, I was talking to Claire, my wonderful girlfriend, and uh, she was on lunch break, and she was. Um, you were like, she "That's was like, nice. What, what is that?" Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I've never eaten lunch working for Rolling Thunder. It's true. Y'all did two days ago, Monday. This is true. Bought I never left the forklift. Y'all no, right you here. bought them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I about to say I brought them at two thirty. Mm-hmm. Well, then on Tuesday, it was Tuesday that the two of y'all went and got lunch. Yeah. One o'clock. I mean, that's that's after hours lunch. I mean, that's. I'm not really complaining. <laughs> it's it will be fine. I will just have to start packing a PB and J. RT says to me the other day, he's like, "Look, no offense, but I this this whole one piece of beef jerky and a dot Dr Pepper just doesn't cut it for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, for me. We're like, when's lunch? We're like, what are you talking about? You're like unpeeling. You're like handful of almonds yeah. and some cheese. And I'm like, I can't live like this, Spence. Two thirty yesterday, I was 
emotional. I mean, I could. I just have to have it with me. I just have yeah. to know to live like that. That's what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> well, RT has definitely taken the short end of the stick here the last couple of weeks because he's, he's living in my barn. So It's okay. I'm the new guy. Know, rent's not due. Guy, Take man. your licks. <laughs> he's definitely taking the licks. So. <laughs> Tell us about you. Where would you come from? And uh, Do you know what you do here? <laughs> Got a little bit of everything. I'm kind of the Swiss Every, Army knife guy. I love it. Every, everybody has said that exact same thing. <laughs> Man, I'm from Nashville. I uh, grew up in Nashville. Never really left. Went to school there at Tennessee State for a couple years. And then uh, have just been roaming around the country, taking pictures and shooting video for yep. different folks. And uh, that's how I got to Memphis. Yep. You did a great job of that. You did a couple jobs for us. Um, you... RT reminded me last night, he shot all the me and Dylan stuff for the Great Debate video. Yeah, I completely like, forgot. Oh, you did years that? Ago, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you shot yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And, well, uh, not to mention all the turkey stuff last season. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty The sharp. turkey trip to, like, I met Spencer for the first time in a hotel room in Rapid City, South Dakota. So. For the first time? Really for the first time. When? Rapid City, South Dakota. Like, I was at your house, but. We had never spent much time together. I was at your house for like two hours when we shot the Great Debate. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you're saying last spring's t- turkey trip was the first time we'd actually spent it around the time. Yeah yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. We taught you a few things last spring, didn't that's we? That's right. <laughs> that was a good trip, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a, That was like almost too good, you know, because now every trip has to be that That's good. your benchmark. That's right. Yeah, that was a pretty good trip. We, we made a mess. I miss trip. Keelan. Keelan's a good one. <laughs> he told me. He told me after that trip, he he said, "I like ORT. He's gonna be all right." And mm-hmm. I said, "Yeah, I like him too." <laughs> so, um, so what? Like, let's kind of dive into what you're. What are What are you doing around here? So around here, I'm uh, a third of the time. I'm shooting videos and taking pictures. I appreciate a guy who's got the guts to just spit it right back out to me. You know, <laughs> that's we're all kind of like, we, yeah, we we have a job. We yep, <laughs> we have a weird job. RT's like <laughs> my written job description says thirty <laughs> percent. Yeah, enterprise. I was just saying enterprise support. If mine's only ten percent, we I'm were, filling that up pretty quick. I was about to say we're not were, gonna have to do anything the rest of the year. We were joking about that. I was like, if I'm twenty percent enterprise support, and this is what I do for the first three months of the year. Hold on, y'all forgotten y'all y'all are just assuming that the other eighty percent equals this twenty percent. So what what you ought to be going? 20, is, it's twenty percent of the calendar year, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, which means so if I knock out twenty percent, sixty five days in this year. That's right. The other my my other ca- percentages are about to start rolling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, I do a a pretty good mix of whatever Spencer asks me to do at at that current evening. <laughs> I don't. I don't ask what we're doing that week or that quarter or anything like that. It's no, pretty it's much just the out. evening before. Well, you're kind of heading up public relations mm-hmm. and shows. You did the Shin Gear tour. That's right. That was a good time. Yep. And you've got you've got a pile of trade shows you're going to kind of coordinate for this fall, the yep. summer and fall yep. during that gonna, season. Look, look for the Rolling Thunder banner because we're going to be around. Yeah, we fixing are fixing to make. That's right. Fixing to do some traveling. Hit the road and That's shake right. some hands and kiss some babies. And, That's right. Um, the you're also working on some accessories and mm-hmm. kind of building out that part of our line. Yeah, a little bit of just some niche hunting gear that either hasn't been thought of or hasn't been thought of well. Yep. And then it's a maybe, good way of saying that. Maybe it some logo wear. Yep. Some logo. That's 
hadn't we hadn't even talked about logo wear this yeah, week. Yeah, we have not. We've just been taking a U-Haul east, taking a U-Haul west. Oh man, taking a U-Haul east, taking a U-Haul the, west. The backstory on this: dropping a pallet here, know. picking up a pallet there. Yeah. One time, <laughs> one pallet. <laughs> Well, drop didn't mean spill, although you did I that. I launched that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll own it. Hey, hey, but that thing was wrapped, and we just threw it back up, and yeah. it's right. fine. It's right. Yeah. Hey, raise your hand if you haven't dropped a pallet. I mean, come on. Uh, we've broken a lot of pallets this week. <laughs> the backstory on this is that you may we had an not ice storm. speared that pallet. <laughs> yeah. We had an ice storm last week that was pretty monumental. I mean, it yeah. sounded like a war zone here Thursday. We I mean, just got power yesterday at 2 o'clock. Yeah. We were six-something days without power. Yeah, and no internet. We still don't – The dad still don't have internet at the at the vet clinic and Gee. telephone. Um, and so Monday morning, we we're RT and I are rolling in here, and nobody was here because there was no lights and yeah. there was no heat, and, and the, the BGC crew was said it was too cold for them to work, and I was like, no, nah, we're too far behind for us not to work. Mm-hmm. So we're, we leave my house, and as we're coming through Oakland, I leaned over to RT. I was like, well, I'll just call U-Haul and see if I got a truck. Sure enough, the place in Oakland. 26-footer. Had a 26-footer. Big so we girl. Just, mm-hmm. I can't imagine what it would be like if you hadn't just said, hey, you know, why don't we do this? I really thought when would we have mind, had time to yeah. do what well, we just did? Yeah, I thought we were going to do it first week of February while Josh was here, ah. and and that was kind of my first goal. And then I thought when we get back from NWTF, we'll do it. Yeah, but after we sat on the sidelines for four days with no power, I just it's crazy thought, how stuff what stacks the heck? up. Yeah. I mean, we got a forklift on both ends, and we got a bunch of pallets, so we have kind of everybody keeps saying they've done whatever it takes, and and everybody has, but everybody's kind of pitched in and been thrown to the wolves mm-hmm. moving but it's going to be fun one day we're going to all have an office and we're going to all individually get a closer no not all of us, <laughs> Some just, of us. i just want to make sure we got that on record if uh <laughs> hey if you if you, you're never going to get it if you don't ask that's like, right might as well like throw it out so you, you know you at, this, at this point everybody well, they say titles are cheap has, in a startup that's, okay. I, that's definitely one of my <laughs> quotes okay <laughs> you know where that comes from by the way i have no idea my first job out of college I worked for a coffee company called the Ugly Mug Coffee Company, yeah. and there were five employees. No, yeah, five. Two of us, uh, two of them were owners, and the other three of us, one was just a college kid that was doing some labor, and the other two of us, one was the quote unquote sales guy, and I was the quote unquote accountant. And so, like second week on the job, I didn't even have a college degree. Okay, I was in my spring semester of my senior year of college. Yeah, I asked them if I could be the chief financial officer, and they were like. Sure. So I got on Amazon, which was only a, a book. You know, you could only mm-hmm. buy books on Amazon at that time. Yeah. And I bought a book called How to Be a CFO. Wow. That's awesome. And then I called the printer and got card business, business cards, cards for those expense. I, I was CFO. I didn't My know if y'all were going to be like banks and there would be like two owners and vice, vice presidents. Pre- everybody else is vice everybody president. Else is vice president. kind of like that. And anyways, it, 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 so somebody said that to me at one point. I handed them a business card and somebody was like, damn. Titles CFO are cheap, titles are cheap in a startup, and I was like, "There's not anything I can say about that." <laughs> Staff accountant, junior bookkeeper, like those things just didn't seem very prominent. So mm-hmm. I wanted a C oh, level job, but absolutely. Anyways, it, it it back to the move in and just yeah. your role. I mean, we've all got things we need to be doing more than moving pallets and packaging turkey calls, I guess. But um. Man. Task at hand. Task at, yeah. That's right. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that about you. You've had a great attitude and just dove in, done the grunt work. So I'm just excited to have health care, man. <laughs> You've got nine days worth of it going right now. That's right. 
Oh, me. So, well, lots of stuff in the future. Oh, yeah. Fun days ahead. Oh, yeah. Big plans. Going to put lots of miles on the trucks this fall. <laughs> and this summer. Heck, this spring. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna, that's true. It's spring. We don't that's right. That's right. So, well, good. I'm glad you're involved. I really I do appreciate all the hard work you've put in the last couple of weeks. You have not gotten lunch breaks like you should have. You have been fed some good dinners. I have. Miss Lindy has you've you've benefited not from my organization there, but Miss Lindy definitely has dinner ready at six fifteen when we arrive. And yep, it's been nice. I don't feel too sorry for your lunch breaks that you've missed. <laughs> <laughs> some days he's actually had running water in the barn. Some yeah. days. There's a lot of wa- running water down my There's barn. There's all right kinds now. of running water at the barn. <laughs> all kinds. So different story. That's right. That's right. Different time. All right. Well, RT, why don't you get your stuff together because you're about to drive me to Fort Worth. Sounds good. We're stopping as soon as we cross Arkansas <laughs> to Chick Fil A. Yeah. <laughs> Chick Fil A. There's one of those on Union. We can go there. No. It's a nightmare. That is a train wreck. There are no Chick Fil A's in the world that are a train wreck. That one that is. That one is a train wreck, and it's not because the, the employees. One. It's the setup. It's, it's the, the layout of the. Oh, the parking lot's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go to the one in West Memphis Man, instead. Man, we're going to pull yeah. into a curbside spot, and we're going to take our food in like four minutes. It's yeah. going to be – I've already done it. Bet. Yeah. In West Memphis? hmm You know where it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. As long I've as had lots driving, of – Can you imagine doing Black Betty in that parking lot? No. No, sir. No. Y'all are so harsh. I've done it. We're, I'm not harsh. It's I'm not just that we hungry. can't do it. <laughs> not <laughs> harsh. I'm just hungry. <laughs> I could walk to Lagrange, but I have cars better. Anything since six thirty. Yeah, but you're on keto. It's yeah, different. you're used to you're one of those big keto hardos. I've had one sunflower seed today. A he's on like sunflower the seed. he's on like the model diet. He like got in the car earlier, and he was like, "What the heck?" And his his coffee cup had been filled with sunflower seeds. It got me through last night. He's like, "What kind of respect is this around here?" None. None. Out, outside dog. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said to me today. He, I poked my head in your office, or we both did, and you gave us the, like that. Not now. And not he said, now. He said, Rob, I guess we're outside dogs. <laughs> Y'all were, I was literally in the only like private conversation I needed to have all day, and y'all both just stand up there like puppy dogs. Yep. Had to give you the, not now, move <laughs> on. <laughs> See ya. Oh, man. Oh, all man. Right. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. One more, right? One more. All right. Then you can go get Chick fil A. 10 4. Get Betty warmed up. (laughs) Oh, me. I'm going to keep rolling. Save the best for last. All right. Newest newest member of the team. He's on his fourth day on the job. Ladies and gentlemen, three time world champ, Mr. Drake Levy. Uh, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Uh. <laughs> I like your hat. Your style and camo is, is uh, you know, I, I agree with it. Hard to beat tree stand. It is hard to beat tree stand. It's definitely my favorite. How are you? I'm good. Good. Living the good life now. <laughs> <laughs> is that because you you don't know if your paycheck is cleared yet, so don't say that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that is true, yeah. <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> Oh, I'm crying. I'm just kidding. I'm crying. <laughs> I, th- I left the bank yesterday, and I told Lydia, I was like, where did we get all these employees? <laughs> oh. Oh, but, no, we're glad to have you aboard. Yeah man. yeah, man. 
It's been a it's been a fun week, say the least. <laughs> You're a machine. You've <laughs> tuned a pile of duck calls. It's crazy. It is. It, I was, Aaron and I were talking last night. It has been so like a burden lifted, where it's not just on my shoulders mm-hmm. and just on his shoulders, yeah. and it has been so uh, enjoyable to have somebody gifted around here and. Uh, you're definitely gifted. Well, I appreciate that. I've I had some pretty good teachers, so yeah, you did, you did, and you've blown a bunch of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so your official job title here is category manager for waterfowl calls, mm-hmm. and um, I guess kind of tell us what you've done this week. Oh, just getting everything ready for the NWTF banquet next week. Um, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're only four days in. Yeah. Okay. That's that's oh. a good. You, you've done good in week one. Yeah. Uh, real good. Um, but yeah. So you're tuning calls. You're going to help, I guess, rep. Yeah. Rep some uh, some of our Arkansas stuff yep. and help us. We got a couple of new calls we're working on that that we're going to design together this spring. I'm really excited about that. Very yeah. excited. We were kind of talking about that this yeah. morning and. Yeah, I didn't mean it to just derail. No, I, thought, I figured y'all would keep going with that, but you know that's going to be a cool thing, kind of like with the turkeys. How we've had the signature yep. calls is yep. hitting your fingerprints on stuff, yes. and yep, that's going to be really fun. And others, not just Drake. You know, yeah. I mean, we've got a couple of other awesome guys kind of in the wings. That sweet. Yeah, well, I mean, what we're trying to build here, what Drake and I've been talking about, is we, we want to build uh, an umbrella. You know, a a place that people want to be a part of you know a brand that's a premium turkey call and premium waterfowl brand that um is not just about one person or one guy's garage i mean that's why it's not called halford's custom calls i mean this there is this is about something bigger than mm-hmm. me you yeah. know it's 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 about a, a a team and so um i think it's going to be really fun to have drake on board and to have his help you know um drake kicked my butt in the cut down contest a couple of times and you know i'm glad he's now on my team instead of that's gone both ways so that's not gone both ways very many times did you blow in 14 yeah that was the year the first year i blew in it didn't even make it past the first round yeah so you didn't know what you were doing i mean no i mean (laughs) still counts yeah still counts i was there donated my money i'm just saying in 16 (laughs) when you beat my career i knew what i was doing Uh, yeah 14 it was my first cut down i didn't make it past the first round took a year off got a call dialed in and just got lucky i guess yeah i don't know if it was the calling or the power of the crocs but oh, I was wearing Crocs too. Yeah. Well, one and two—that ain't bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll never forget that. That stung something fierce. Drake beat me by one point in 2016, and it got down to the end. And it was like it was me and you and and uh, Jim Genac, right? Or <sighs> no, Cody Strom. Okay. Yeah, okay. He, he got third, I, I believe, in that contest. And all so it was the three of us. Mm-hmm. I guess you're right. Three of us standing up there for like first, second, third, and my buddies. I had been leading. I led the first round, and then I guess you tied it up in the second round or something like that. My buddies were in the crowd. They'd been drinking beer all afternoon, you know, and they were all, I mean, hooping and hollers like, he's won it again, won it again. And they were like, first runner-up from Somerville, Tennessee. And I was like, and I, was like I didn't win. 
Miss Rosie Ronquist came over and she put her arm around and she said, that's going to hurt for a long time and I'm really sorry. She just gave me a big hug. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting kind of chills talking about it. I was going to say, it I'm was like, a good I was time. like, what? Yeah. Drake Levy's wearing <laughs> shorts and Crocs and he beat me? I was so upset about it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that, that contest kind of sparked a fire and I didn't yeah. do too well a couple years after that and kind of broke everything back down and You've been on a Trying to come up with some new stuff, trying to be – the way I think of it is the more realistic and the better you can paint a picture, the better. Yep. You know. That's right. That's right. Do the best you could possibly do and then leave it up to the judges. Yep. Yep. Well, you've done that very well, enough to make me not want to compete again. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but uh, the future is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to go I'm kill ready. some stuff this yes. fall. Yes, One little tidbit about Drake I found out. Night before last. Oh boy, Drake's a new turkey hunter. Oh yeah, and he's not killed one yep. yet. So really, our I, mission, I killed my first last year. So I, you're in good company this here. This is great. Yeah, I, our our mission this spring is now get Drake a a, a turkey. I'm this spring. extremely excited for Heck that. Heck yeah! Just for the fact I've learned how to tried to learn how to turkey hunt in Arkansas, which is tough, very tough. And now you know what it's like to be a newser pal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like trying to mallard hunt over yeah. here in Tennessee. Yeah, if I could get to where I can learn turkeys, like how I know ducks, yeah. I'll be ready to go. Well, I, part of it, you've forgotten, but one of the pieces of fine print in your employment agreement was that you weren't going to be a turkey hunter. I didn't know that was on the table. I mean, like I got Josh who can think yeah. about turkeys. In the off season. season. Yeah, he's kind of counting on that off oh, season yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Of course, his, the off-season for his category is a little bit bigger. Yeah. May, June, July, August, and yeah, September sure. to kind of get things rolling. But, uh, Man, that's fun. That's really cool. Yeah, I, he uh, was texting me questions about choke tube constrictions, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I was like, look, I'm not the right guy to ask. I shoot a modified choke, and I just shoot up amongst them. and yep. <laughs> hope I only kill yeah. one. Hope you only kill one. <laughs> well, let me connect you with my buddies down there at Jeb's. Yeah. Said, uh, we'll answer all these questions next week at NWTS. That's right. Anyways, well, we're really glad That's to have awesome. you involved and look forward to you moving over here yeah, and man. being close by. And So, welcome to the team. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Uh, Hey, Mom. <laughs> Always got to say hey to Mom. Your mom listens this long. <laughs> I'm impressed. But. <laughs> All right. Well, good deal. Well, thanks a bunch. And I guess that kind of wraps us we'll up. Wrap huh? it up there. Yeah. I All guess right. So. Well, cool. Well, we're definitely going to do some more deep dives on everybody here. I mean, we've only touched just the surface. Yeah. We're at way over an hour, but we've only touched the surface of every person. I've got a list of questions I've amassed about everybody. Oh, like, my gosh. I know. <laughs> Did you know that Russ played in the Arena yeah. League football? Yeah, I learned that yesterday. He holds the state record for the longest field goal in Tennessee, 59-yard field goal in high school. That's with real legs, right? Yeah. <laughs> It is. I mean, it does happen. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Wanda's Aaron's mom. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. We're learning all kinds of stuff. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Yeah, we'll catch you all next week. See you on the next one. Come see us in Nashville at the NWTF. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> see you on the next one. <laughs>